plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You've read this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. If you happen to be out this neck of the woods, why not swing by the White Sands Hotel? Uh, It's well worth a visit. The Oasis Bar uh, just below our studio here is a fantastic bar. Great atmosphere and the food is amazing. So pop in to the White Sands Hotel if you happen to be in the Port Marnock area. Now, on uh, this latest edition of Opinions Matter, if you're a regular listener, you will know that we have spoken about uh, bullying on this podcast before, uh, but always in the context of children being bullied. We've never actually discussed adults being bullied before, yet according to research uh, out this week, it shows how big a problem it actually is. Have you ever been a victim of bullying in the workplace? Have you ever left your job because you were being bullied? Do you think that uh, companies do enough to deal with workplace bullying? Well, according to this uh, US study, 20% of the workforce have been bullied, leading to stress and other mental health problems. Now, the study found that 9% of participants had been exposed to workplace bullying in the previous 12 months, defined as unkind or negative behaviour from colleagues. About one in every eight people had been on the receiving end of workplace violence, being the target of actions or threats during the same uh, period. So workplace bullying um, has been described as psychological aggression including behaviours such as unfair criticism, isolation and humiliating uh, work tasks. And my question uh, to you on this podcast is, do you believe that workplace bullying is out of control or are workers becoming too sensitive? Snowflakes, if you will. Uh, Workplace bullying includes unfair criticism from a boss. Surely this is real snowflake uh, stuff. I mean, what else is a boss there to do except to criticise you if you're not doing your job properly? Our WhatsApp number is 085-825-2626. Let me go straight to the calls then. Now, uh, Brian, uh, you were a victim yourself of bullying in the workplace. I was indeed, yeah. Um, well, it all started like I started with a new company there a couple of months ago. Now, I won't name names, but... Uh, everything was fine for the first couple of months, you know. I was getting stuck in, doing my work, everything was fine. And uh, I, I trained out of uh, work and I ended up having an injury. So uh, I, I had a week off work, uh, as, you know, my doctor said I wasn't sitting right, so you, you had a certified week <laughs> off work? Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay. But then um, I, I informed my foreman and everything was fine. Now, it was coming up to, I had booked two weeks off uh off work for holidays. Mm. Now that it, it fell the week before, and I, I had time booked off, so everything was fine. So I came back, and uh, I was being questioned as to where I was by safety the week before my holidays. And I told them that I had an injury, and I was to get fit for work, sir. So they weren't informed about it, and uh, I had shown the emails that I sent to my boss to basically say that uh, you know, so I wouldn't get in trouble over what happened. Like, and um, see, he had never told them. So I kind of dropped him in mm. uh, with the company and he got a bit salty with me over and it all started over that. So then when I was, I had a few days booked off then, uh, me and my partner had a few holidays booked 
and I was getting text messages and phone calls about where I was, even though he knew I was out of work. And then he was questioning my work, even though there was nothing wrong with it, and it was the same as everybody else's. And just basically, just intimidating me. Like I didn't didn't like coming to work anymore, you know. And uh, uh, and it, it became a constant thing, did it? Oh, every day. Like uh, Ray was about clocking out. Like uh, be down at the clock out machine with every, all the other lads. Like and uh, he was, you know, picking on me specifically and having an argument with me that evening. And then I'd go home and I'd have that on me all evening. And then I'd be coming in the next morning expecting another argument, and he'd kick off again half seven in the morning before he's even on my toes. Mm. And then I was carrying this all day with me, you know, and it just turned got to a point where, you know, I was getting depressed over it and didn't like now, coming to work. Uh, there, I don't know if anybody has ever had that experience of that horrible experience of not wanting to go to work because of what might happen, uh, yeah. having this nervous feeling in your stomach when you're at work. Um, I think a lot of people have at one stage or another gone through, I know I yeah. have myself at, at different stages, uh, been in a situation with management or whatever that you just feel intimidated, you feel nervous. Um, but is that bullying? I don't know. But you, you feel you were being bullied. Oh, definitely, 100%. Because, uh, you know, like when you think in your own head, you know, you think you're being paranoid. But when other people start saying it to you, you know, it, you start to believe it, you know. And... Uh, came to a head one day where I was, I was spoken to down the phone um, in a way I didn't like while I was at work and which I shouldn't be on my phone at work anyway and by him and uh, I went up to the construction manager I packed my bag full off the site went up said it to him told him everything that's been happening the past eight weeks now I was confiding in uh, uh, another member of staff um, about what had happened ever you know from the start mm. so he knew all about it Like, so he was going to back me up if I had an issue with them not believing me. So I just told them that uh, I wasn't prepared to work for them anymore. Uh, hated my job, hated coming in here. And, you know, if they wanted to sack me, they'd sack me and I'd be cool with that. Like, I'd just get a job somewhere else. It didn't bother me. But I was told that I wasn't going anywhere and I was moved to a different position on a different floor, under a different floor, man. And everything's back to normal. Like, uh floor man now treats me with respect, talks to me with respect, doesn't degrade me. Um, you know, and everything's fine now. And all it took for was me to speak up about it. But nothing was ever done about the, my old boss. Like, he, he it seems to have a, a string of uh, people who he's uh, had run-ins with, you know, but he's still in his position. You know, he's not very good at dealing with people. And most, most foremen or managers in the industry aren't very good at dealing with people because they don't get trained on it. All, yes. they, all they get told is that we, we want the job done and that's but the, the end of it, uh, But know? the point is that you found yourself in a situation where you dreaded going to work, that you... Oh, yeah. Um, it just became... I mean, were you getting stressed over it? Were you... Oh, big time. Like, I, I'd wake up in the morning and be trying to think of reasons so I didn't want to go to work or what I could say and, you know, but I knew I still had to pay my bills at the end of the day so I, I had to do it, like, mm. you know? You had no and, choice but uh, to go to work. Exactly, and with the way the industry is at the minute, you can't be picking and choosing where you want to go because you know it, it's still it's still recovering. So you you just have to keep your head down. But you know, I was afraid that if I acted up or if I said much, I you know it'd be a tick against me name and it'd be a reason to sack me. You know, just to get rid of me because I was a problem for the company. Because mm. that's usually how construction companies are. You know, if you voice your opinion or if you say anything you shouldn't, 
you know, it's easier for them to just get ready and say, oh, we don't have work for you rather than dealing with the issue, you know? All right, stay there for one second, Brian, if you can, please. You're listening to the Opinions Matter podcast with uh, Adrian Kennedy, and we've a lot more to get through in just a moment. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast, the only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. We're talking about workplace bullying and uh, a message just came in to us a second ago and it says, that man needs to toughen up. He's not at school anymore. I'm not even sure what that message is is actually meant to mean. And um, I'm assuming he's referring to uh, Brian, who was on with us a moment ago. That man needs to toughen up. He's not at school anymore. And to the person who sent that message in, um, you clearly haven't ever been bullied in the workplace or you wouldn't be uh, sending messages uh, like that. I want to go to uh, line two, and that is uh, Rose. And Rose, you were saying to us, that when it comes to workplace bullying, you believe that women are worse than men. Uh, yes, 100%. They're on a complete power trip. And is, this, um, is this from personal experience? Yeah, it's from personal experience. Um, I've worked with a number of different women management over the years. I've also worked with men. Um, my choice would definitely be to work um, for men over women. Um, and why, is, an why is that? Um, well, I just find women, they're, they're bullies. Um, they are just on a power trip. Anything to put another woman in particular down. Well, that's what I was about um, to say. Is it a is it a power trip? Is uh, are women more likely to be subjected to bullying at the hands of a woman? I I think so, and that's that's been my experience. I mean, one example. I remember um, one of my line managers in particular calling me in one day. Can't remember what the the reason for me coming in, but one of the comments she made to me um, was that um, she was good at management and I was good at nails. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, no, I, that, that's, I wasn't in the beauty industry or anything. That was just, you know, she was trying to be smart or make out, you know, that there was something wrong with... Because I, the, the reason I ask is I've, I have often heard women say, um, in fact, my own missus has said in the past, she would rather work for a man than for a woman. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I, I would definitely agree with that. Definitely, I would work for a man any day over a woman. It's just, you know, you can get in... Get your work done. There's nothing about it with a woman. There's just always going to be an issue or something. No, yeah, I have had uh, woman bosses in my past. I've never had an issue with any of them. In fact, uh, one of my women bosses, one of the best bosses I ever had. So, um... and I've seen, I, I've seen that as well. You know, for the places that I've worked in, I've seen that men seem to get along fine. And you know, if you if you say you confided in a colleague who happens to me be a man, you know, the response usually is just so much shocking. I find her grand. But uh, again, given a choice, you would much rather, as a woman, work, work work for a man. Definitely, yeah. Steve, I, may, I read a message out a couple of minutes ago, and I'm being told that that message was sent in by you. That man needs to toughen up. He's not in school anymore. That's right, Adrian. How are you doing? Um, yeah, listening with interest there, Adrian, to your previous caller. Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of it is fantasy, Adrian. A lot of it is fantasy. I mean, I'm an employer. I've also been an employee over the years, also. I've seen both sides of the coin, Adrian. Uh, I remember, I'll give you an example, Adrian. Many years ago, when I was about th- over 30 years ago, when I was about 17 years of age, mm. I did some work experience, all right? And uh, it was a lot of blokes in the, in the work environment, particularly with lots of blokes working there. And I was a young lad learning the ropes, bit, you know, a bit, a bit uh, wet behind the ears. One of the blokes sent me down to an office uh, for a long wait. 
right? You might you probably came across this gay in the past yourself. And uh, I went down to the, the, the manager's office in question. I waited outside, and eventually the bloke came out and said, "What are you doing here?" So I was told to come here for for a long wait. And the bloke said, "Well, got it. You got it, didn't you?" So yeah, the joke was, you know, I was waiting outside the bloody office. Mm. But I mean, Adrian, I wasn't traumatised by that. I, I I haven't had flashbacks. Over the last 30 years, I haven't had sleep this night. Okay, that. that's slightly different, Steve, to ongoing... In, in, what, in, what, in what way is it different? That was, that, was, that was a one-off piss take when you started a job, okay? No, 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 no it was ongoing, Adrian. It was ongoing. It was ban- it's banter. It's a bit of fun. People are taking things too seriously now. It's a bit of banter. I mean, people just have no sense of humour anymore. You can't bloody, you know, look at someone the wrong way these days. You're getting accused of something. That's the way it's gone. It's bloody ridiculous. And it wasn't. It wasn't. A, I didn't see it as a campaign of hatred against me. They were. I was learning. They were breaking me in. These blokes breaking me in. And, I, and, and you know, if you can't take a bit of a you know a slagging off a off a work colleague, then get out of it. You know, you're not. You're not a bloody in the playground. You know what I mean? Stay there for one second, uh, Steve. Let me go to line one. Matt, you're on. Opinions matter. Hi, Matt. Uh, how you doing, uh, Thank you very much for for uh, letting me speak on you on air. Thank you very much. And what did you want to say? Well. Uh, I used to be a victim of the bullying at the workplace before. Um, and I'd like to only just say something here uh, that I'd like to warn all of these people who uh, starting the new jobs out there. And uh, they are put for that three months period, for example, at work for the experience, uh, you know, to, to, you know to, to prove themselves. Because sometimes it's a trap. It's just a trap, you know, just you, you are trolled into the company who already has the problems, uh, are basically morally bankrupt. There's very bad management uh, already existing, and there, there's a really bad atmosphere. So what, what happened to you? And I, I want you to be very uh, careful yeah. now not to identify the company involved here. But No, 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 I won't, I won't, no, 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 I won't. I'm really far to, 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 to name the company, uh, that, that's fine. Uh, so what happened to me is, uh, that's exactly what happened, uh, and there was a job offered to me, and I... I I knew the company, I knew the manager, I knew actually owner as well. So I, I decided to go ahead with this as I decided to progress a little bit, you know, and, and came back to the employment, you know, when the jobs came back after uh, economic uh, downturn. Uh, that was just around two, three, two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, the economy started doing well, you know, so I said that this is the, the time, you know, to move on. And I, after Christmas, I, just, uh, I, had, I received the phone call and I dropped the CV to the company, so they contacted me. So I was, to, uh, I was told, you know, look, you can start tomorrow. I said, that's fine. Okay. Uh, I just came over. I show up, you know, at work, you know, and on the first day I was told that, <laughs> that the job is actually, uh, <clears throat> the, the, the man who actually owned the, owned the company, uh, the boss, he's actually on the holidays. So he didn't know nothing about it. So we put you over here for two, uh, for two, three months. And if you prove yourself, you're the prospect, you know, for full-time position. I said, okay, that's fine. That's no problem. You know, that's not the big issue. So what happened was, like, you know, the, the staff, I was told, actually, I would work, you know, between two floors, you know, so I'd be basically coordinating a job at the office. So I did. And, you know, constantly the job was, I was preventing, actually, from doing my job, you know, by uh, so-called uh, the best staff. Uh, that was like basically a kind of society because, you know, that's what I want to mention. In those, those type of companies who are more, morally bankrupt, there is a group of people who is a, the bullying is can, more... Can I ask you, uh, Matt, yeah. did you feel so uncomfortable in the job that you left or how did you deal with it? Uh, I, feel, uh, I feel very confident in any, any job I'm doing. I'm tough enough uh, as, uh, you know, as to somebody else to set over here to do the job. 
and uh, I have a very thick skin, you know, but to a certain level, a certain extent, you know, I start actually breaking open a little bit, you know, and I had a, that pain uh, in stomach, you know, and, you know, I feel sick when I was going actually, you know, to work uh, every morning. You know. Okay, so it really got weird. to you, it really stressed you, um, it yeah. became extremely... Anxiety. Yes, you suffered severe anxiety as a result of what yeah. you were going through. Yeah. Now, Steve, nobody should have to uh, suffer extreme anxiety just to go to work. Mm-hmm. Well, as I said to you, Adrian, uh, well, yeah, so what, what is your definition of bullying? That's what, that's what people need to explain to me. What is your definition of bullying? What you might call bullying, mate, I might call a bit of fun or a bit of banter. So, I mean, what is your okay, definition right. of, of bullying? Well, listen, uh, you know the one who go and question me from definition of bullying, you know, just, you know, you came, came up to, up to this radio as, a, as a, some bloody authority now at the moment, try to actually just find out my perception. So I answer you really one thing. Uh, uh, bullying is, is, is whatever actually happened to you physically, directly or indirectly as you place. That's in my own words like that. Uh, if you actually suffer a morning and you're afraid to actually put your leg out actually from, uh, from your home, and you're afraid to go to these people there and work and, and make your living. That's when there's something going on You're being there. completely over the top, mate. You're being completely over the ah, top. Ah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You it's listen, a bit, I, it's I, a bit I, of I fun, know. mate. It's a bit of fun. That's all it is. A bit I of fun in the workplace. Do you want to be in a workplace where people take everything totally seriously and never have any fun? Is that what you want? You want, you want no, a sterile, no. a sterile no. workplace. I like to have, I like to have a bubbly, a bubbly, uh, friendly atmosphere in my workplace. Yeah. And I would, I would not have any killjoys like you in my workplace. I wouldn't have them. Hang on, Steve. Yeah, yeah. How can you possibly say that yeah. somebody who's being bullied is any sort of a killjoy? Well, again, Adrian, it comes back, it comes back yeah. to your perspective of, of what bullying is, Adrian. I don't, I don't consider a lot of these things to be bullying. Well, a lot well, of them I are just bad. Let me answer, because you know, you don't, you don't let me answer. Actually, no. Yeah, uh, exactly. Listen, mate, you've got, you've got an attitude problem anyway. I can tell from the way oh, you're well, going on there, mate. Yeah, of course, I wouldn't, of course, I wouldn't I, want to employ I, you, mate. You've got an attitude problem. With this, you know, like he's my friend. You can't, you can't, you can't stop talking, mate. You've got an attitude Look, problem. That, 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 there's your problem. Not about, it's not about bullying. It's about your, your I don't attitude think so. is wrong. I don't think so. Because your you attitude can actually, is wrong. Well, oh, really? I hear you a few times, actually, before on the radio. You always yeah, say well, that. Yeah, well, you should listen, mate. You want to learn something. Like Open your ears. Open you your ears next time you hear me. Open your ears. Yeah, you want to learn yeah, something. I hope you're doing well in your little company. You know, you, just, yeah, you, you, you might learn something. Shoulder, man. You might learn something. I hear you actually mate. speaking to somebody before on air. Actually, that, that's yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want someone you know, to hear you. Hang on for a second. I've been you before actually. No, on the on air. Okay, Steve. The fact of the matter is that this guy was suffering severe anxiety from the crap he to put up with in his in his workplace. Blah blah blah. Right, I've heard it all before, Adrian. Severe anxiety. I can't get out of bed. All that crap. I've heard all that crap. Yeah, he was just a peaky. Half the people, half the people in this in this country, Adrian, are on disability, are claiming they can't get out of bed in the morning because of bullying oh, or really? some other bloody excuse. People need to get oh, over themselves. Oh. People are taking things too seriously. It's a bit of but fun you, in the workplace. You, you clearly, you clearly have never been a victim of workplace bullying, then. Well, Adrian, I, don't know, Adrian, I told you when I first came on the air, I was, I was, I got, I was at the butt of, of, of my colleagues' jokes when I was a work experience lad all them years ago. That went on for months, Adrian. The boys were played pranks on me all the time. But as I said to you, I'm not getting therapy 30 years later for that. I'm not having sleepless nights over it. I'm not traumatised. It was a bit of fun. They break you in. When you join a company, the, the bloke, especially if it's a gang of, gang of blokes, they break you in. I mean, okay, but, uh, but here, this, this study that we're talking about today, 20% of the workforce has been bullied, leading to stress and other mental health problems. You're hardly yeah. going to belittle that, are you? 
Well, I, I, I can speak from my own experience. I think a lot of it is, is a, a lot of it is just people taking themselves taking things too seriously. That's 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 my opinion on it. As an employer, and also I've been an employee at different times during my life as well. And uh, if you can't, you know, have a bit of fun in the workplace, if you can't take a joke, then get out of it. You know, I mean, you're not you're not a ten year old child. You know, you're an adult. Surely you can take a bit of banter here and there. I mean, surely people can take banter these days or a bit of slap and tickle with the women in the office. I mean, it's a bit of fun, I think. It's a bit of fun. I don't know if you're aware of everything that's been going on in the last few months. Uh, Slap and tickle is a thing of the past, Steve. I'm very aware of it. I'm very... I can't even say slap and tickle now. Is that what you're saying to me? I can't even even use that expression. It's such an old-fashioned expression. Seriously. Adrian, Adrian, I mean... I mean, you've got you've got to play the game there because you're you're you know you're on the air and all that. You've got to walk on eggshells. I don't have to, mate. I, I'm an employer. I run my business as as I see fit. I get people into my workplace who will do the job properly, but also people who've got that have a good attitude about life, who are fun people, bubbly people. I don't want kill joys. So in my if somebody office. if somebody came to you as an employer, and this is a genuine, serious question. Somebody comes to you as their employer and says, Steve, I'm being bullied by one of my colleagues. What are you going to do about it? Well, I'd make an investigation, Adrian. I'd find out. First of all, I mean, I, I, if the person was working for a long time, I'd take it seriously. If I knew, if, if they had previous in that kind of behaviour, or previous in being, you know, being, a, as you call it, a bit, a bit snowflakeish. Uh, well, then I wouldn't take it very seriously. But if there was someone who'd been with me for a long time, I'd do an investigation, I'd, I'd make some inquiries. But ultimately, Adrian, I, you know, unless it was very, very serious, I'd tell them just to get on with it or else get a new job. Simple as that. I, I think a lot of this is just, it's just nonsense. And a lot of people, you know, are, are walking on eggshells these days and looking over their shoulder. I mean, you're getting to the point, all these people on the TV, celebrities, and all these, if they, brush, if they brush past someone 30 years ago, you know, is that, is that abuse? Do you know what I mean? It's getting absolutely ridiculous these days. Steve, stay there for one second if you can, please. We've a lot more calls coming in and we'll uh, get to them in just a second. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're listening to the Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian Kennedy recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. Now, uh, David, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, David. Hi, Adrian. How are things? Good, thanks, David. Now, we're talking about workplace uh, bullying. You were actually forced out of a job because of this. Yeah, I was. Yeah, after five months of employment. <laughs> 12 months of employment and just before I get started the man who's on there the English fella who's on before you he just seems like an absolute fool like you know I wouldn't walk or listen to him in the first place <laughs> you know fucking bullying is a massive thing in the workplace and you need a safe environment going into work like and wh- what happened to you? Well, I started uh, November 16 12 months ago and uh, we were away from work away from home for eight months, um, Monday to Friday. Um, the bullying was gone for the first maybe month or two months, but the bullying started maybe in February 17. Just stupid things. It started off as a bit of crack at the start, like, you know, um, just being called stupid the whole time. and um, you know. I so going into work made you feel two foot tall? Oh, exactly. And before, like, I've worked for the last six, seven years and I've I've always been on construction. I've no problem. I'd be fully confident in my ability to work, like, you know. But if it gets said to you 
it's uh, every day for four or five months, you start thinking it. Like, it doesn't matter, like, if it gets said to you day in, day out, you start thinking it yourself, like, you know, and the morale starts to go, and, you know, the confidence starts to go, and, like, uh, it, like I was told on one occasion to go kill myself, like, you know? Really? Yeah. Now, Steve, so Steve, I don't care what you say. You cannot put that down to banter. Somebody saying to a colleague, go kill yourself. Well, again, Adrian, we've only got that bloke's word for that. Yeah, but I'm prepared. Uh, yeah, we're getting one person. Hang on, Steve. We're getting prepar- one side of the events here, mate. One uh, side uh, of the yeah, events. but for the purposes of this conversation, I'm prepared to take his word for it. I can't see why anybody would possibly well, well, make well, it I'm up. Not, I, I'm yeah. not, Adrian. I'm not. I'm not. It's not like he's naming and shaming somebody. It's, well, I'd, like to, I'd, like to hear, I'd like to hear the employer's side of the, of the situation. But well, I'd like to hear both sides to get, to get, a, ba- to get a balanced view, mate. A balanced view, you understand? The fact of the matter is, if it was... Okay, let's assume what he's saying is 100% true, yeah? Which it is. Do you, yeah. think, that, do you think that is an acceptable thing to say to somebody in a workplace? No, I, I don't. Of course, Adrian. Listen, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not away with the fairies, Adrian. I don't believe you can tell someone to go kill themselves. That's a ridiculous thing to say to someone. It's also a very nasty thing to say to someone. I don't agree with that on, on any level. But I'm saying is we're getting one side of the conversation here, one side of the, of the, of the uh, argument. I'd like to hear the employer's version of events before I make any judgment on that. Yeah. Um, okay, but I'm prepared to take his word for it. And yeah. as a matter of interest, David, did you end up leaving the job as a result? I uh, had to leave. Job. You had to leave. I had to leave, like, you know. It was brought up to HR, it was investigations done. Um, and it was against one fella in particular in the workplace. Um, now, they defined bullying isn't just a one-off thing. Like, if I have an argument with you and call you stupid, that isn't bullying. But if it's all over a long period of time, like four or five months, if it goes on for four or five months where it's been said to you every single day, then that is bullying. Like, you know, mm. there's no other way of putting it. Like, you know, there was also another example we were working in at loan and uh, I was refused into the work van unless I showed a picture of my girlfriend um, on my phone. Really? You know, they would not let me into the van, you know. And, and when you move to a new job, is it better? Oh, 100% better, yeah. 100%. You're treated with respect. You're treated, you know, we're all the one here, like, you know, there's no carry on at all. Like. But, but it, what, the, I, the Steve, what, I, what I'm hearing before, from... The company I was with before, there was no carry on, but one, it was one person. One person, yeah. But one person's yeah. enough to ruin your life, really. Mm, um, yeah. uh, Steve... I mean, the fact is, you, you were saying earlier on that this is all people being snowflakes. You clearly have never been a victim of workplace bullying. And don't go, don't bring me back to when you were 18 again uh, and you were sent for a long stand. That happened to all of us. That's not what we're talking what, what, about. What it, comes, what it comes in for, Adrian, what it comes in for is uh, basically comes out what your definition of bullying is. That's, that's, my, that's my point. I mean, my definition is different to your definition. And that bloke well, has, your definition has, is somebody kicking the living daylights out of you. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying there's, a, there's a fine line between bullying and banter and, and, bit, and a bit of fun in the workplace. There's, there's, there's a fine line. 
So, I mean, I don't think for a minute that yeah. half of these things are actually bullying. They're not class. Yeah, they shouldn't but be classed as bullying. Not letting somebody into the war fan unless I showed them an explicit picture of my girlfriend on my phone to them. All right, right mate. Well, listen, mate, again, again, mate, we got, your, we got your version of events there. We're not, we're not yeah, hearing the other side. Banter, so, I mean, is that, that is your, well, it depends on your perspective, mate. It depends okay, on your but, perspective. Uh, well, let me no, ask. No, hang no, on. No, no, wait, listen, yeah, he didn't let me into the van for 15 minutes. It depends on your perspective, mate. It depends on your perspective. Steve, mind the language, David, please. De- Steve, is that banter in your opinion? To ask, it is. It is banter in my opinion. Yes, it is. It's a bit of fun. It's show us a photograph. Show us an explicit photograph of your girlfriend, or you're not getting into the van. It's blokes, it's blokes, t- it's blokes, it's locker room talk, Adrian, locker room talk, that's oh, what that is. It's a bit of banter, mate, get over it. You have the same IQ what, as the president. What, what, what age are you, mate? What age are you, mate? What age am I? What difference yeah. does that make? I'm fucking 27, man. Mind the language, there you go, please. There you go, Adrian, the young blokes, see, this is the generation we brought up now, this is social media. This social media generation, mate. You're all oh, bloody snowflakes. It's a snowflake generation. You can't, you can't look a crooked at someone out these days oh, without being accused of something. OK, stay there for a second, please. Uh, let me go to Teresa. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Teresa. I'm... Yeah, I'm actually... Um, it's brought back... It's brought back um, bad memories, and um, this is why I wanted to come on. What bad memories is it bringing back? About not just bullying in the workplace... It was sexual innuendos, it was everything, and it actually led me to come out with high blood pressure and leave before I out of my workplace. I worked for a UK company. It was in the private sector, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I loved it. But it was male-dominated. I was the only female in the branch, and loved the job, got on great, but from time to time... And it was from the manager. Um, when he would feel like, when he would feel like it, he could say derogatory things to me, and I would just, I would just take them. And I mean, you day, say derogatory things, uh, derogatory things about your work, or derogatory things about you as a person, or what? About me as a person and sexual things, you know, sexual innu- innuendos. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm. I'm long enough working to know what is appropriate and what is not. But also, um, I was doing, I did uh, wages, I did absolutely everything. And I was complimented from, from my bosses in the UK, where he did not want to engage with, as he called it, the Brits. I did ev- absolutely everything. I, but it came to a point where I just could not take it any longer. I was multitasking, and if Steve is there, I'm, I just want to say to him, I suffered that, and I was, I kept, I kept my pride and kept going. But I called uh, my UK, um, I, I called my UK manager, who was over, um, he was over head of admin in the UK, Europe, Belfast, and Southern Ireland. Mm-hmm. He came over, met me, but also the only route I could take was to go to my line manager, which was my manager. Who was the one that was bullying you? Yes. Right. Um, And 
this bullying um, that has brought it all back to you, how was it resolved? Was it resolved by you leaving? It was resolved by my leaving. I was doing, um, I even to credit control. I mean, when they, uh, when my work colleagues from the UK came over, I secured a contract. You know, I'm saying it because I was a valued, valued member of the company mm. from my bosses in the UK. And he was just a weakling. I genuinely mean it. He, I realise now he had issues himself. And he wasn't able to take on board... Uh, oh, sorry, is this the person to whom you complained? No, no. The person to whom I complained said I had to go to the line manager. And I said, sure, how the hell can I go to the line manager when it's him is doing it? And what answer did you get? Well, that's, that's just a procedure. Well, it seems a bit, it seems a lot bizarre, actually. It seems very bizarre that you should be told to do that when it is that person that's um, bullying you. So you eventually left the job um, because, of, because of what you were subjected to. Yes. And um, in fact, I'm just going to give you just a brief scenario. Uh, during lunch, we had a young lady come in to do uh, the cleaning. And the guys would come in from the yard and... I made one tiny error, and I mean one tiny error, because the person before me never did wages, and he waited to play to an audience. Do you understand what I'm saying? He mm. waited until he had the guys in the office, and the girl was actually she was she was cleaning. He had no no idea how how to manage. Instead of saying <laughs> taking me upstairs, and he he said. Oh, F and so and so. How could you? Um, how could you make that mistake? It was a time. I mean, it was minute error, and the people in question didn't come to me directly. They went to him. Can I ask you though, with regard to workplace bullying, what do you say to people like that guy uh, we were talking to, who says, you know, this is the snowflake generation? He's asking for people to define workplace bullying because he thinks we're all being snowflakes. Oh, you know, I'm a lady who has worked. All my life, and I've worked in admin all my life, but this particular company, I had to, I got a taxi home, I was working late on my own time. I got a taxi to my pharmacist who took my blood pressure and he said to me, look, he said, the problems that you're having there, it's either your health or the job. Mm. So for health reasons, you had to leave. Yeah, and I would say to anyone, I would say to anyone who's suffering, do something about it because you have no idea what what um, effects it can have on you. you. You keep your counsel, you go out for a walk maybe at lunchtime and one particular day, this boss manager followed me and he said, get into the car, get into the car, mm. I want to talk to you. And I said, look, I'm going for a walk just to clear my head because... I am so well composed and I can speak up. But you know something? He took a career break from a well-known place because he couldn't get up the ladder in his past job. Mm. So therefore, he couldn't even switch a computer on. Now, okay, maybe that's said patronizingly. No, because I did absolutely everything. Mm. And it's not, I'm not putting myself up there as a big person. I loved the work. I loved it. But he forced me out. 
Okay, stay there for a second. Let me um, bring in some more calls. Here's a message we just got. Adrian, Steve is bang on. I wouldn't work in an office. I'd say they're all like robots, the way things are gone with this new generation of snowflakes. People need to stop revolving their lives around social media where all these snowflakes are coming from. Why do people need to highlight this on Facebook? They are all jumping on the um, the snow wagon, in my opinion, says that message. David. How's it going? David, I agree with with Steve. In what way? Well, people are taking things too seriously now. Well, like the last guy saying he was standing outside the van for 15 minutes to show explicit pictures and all that. Yes. Why would he stand there for 15 minutes? Why would he just ring his boss? Because then he'd be a rat, wouldn't he? Well, like it would stop the bullying, wouldn't it? If he, that, felt so, if, he, if he felt so strongly about it. And that's what you think he should have done? He's a bit snowflakeish, like the steel for the head, like. Were you ever bullied in work yourself, David? No, like not to like bully to an extent, but like I've worked on building sites and I've had like random pranks and all, don't you? But that's normal, isn't it? And you think that so when you hear these figures that I gave you earlier on, twenty percent of the workforce has been uh, bullied, leading to stress and other mental health problems. Um, you don't believe it's that more, or you don't believe it's all bullying, do you? I'd say there's certain um, examples of it like that are extreme, but the majority of it, I'd say, is just people being too soft. So listening to that lady a moment ago... Well, that, that, that's, a, that's a different case now that I, like, I would agree with, but like, the likes of the other fellow saying being forced to sell us at the van and stuff, that's ridiculous. All right, let me just bring in one last call, and that is uh, Peter. How are you doing? How are you getting on? You well? Good, thanks, Peter. What did you want to say? Yeah, just, I just, uh, just obviously, I was, I, was, I was actually aiming my, my comment to Steve, but I'll ask Dave the exact same question I was going to ask. Do you think any 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 form of um, bullying is acceptable, whether it's somebody standing outside a van or somebody getting a slap off an employee? Hmm. Dave, what's that to you? Well, Steve. So I didn't catch what that blow said. Sorry, Steve. Sorry, Steve. I, I, I'll ask you again. Do you think any? Do you think it's acceptable acceptable at all for anybody to have anybody stand outside a van and ask them for an explicit photograph? I think I think that case that's a bunch a bunch of men. There's loads of, loads of testosterone going on there, mate. That, that's a, I, I, would, I would class that as, as a locker room talk. That's bad. Okay, so if the guy then came to you, or let's say they're your employees, right? And the, and he came to you and said, "Look, I think I'm being bullied," and he's only been working with you for five or six months. Would you then turn around and go, oh, "Look, it's a bit of banter. I think you should get a new job." You think would, would that be your would that be your attitude? That would be my attitude. If he's if he's a killjoy and he's going to cause trouble that's, that's and, and, make, and, make, and make my workplace a joyless a joyless uh, place, I want him out of my company. Yes, I would. Yeah. You would. Okay. Well, then you'd be also up for up for it as well because you know the I'm, I'm aware of I'm aware of all the legalities, mate. I'm aware of all the legalities, mate. I'm aware of the legalities. All right. I'm an entrepreneur. Okay, but, you, but what the question I'm asking you is: uh, Would you protect your employee, or would you just tell him to get a new job? Listen, mate, I would class that. I would class that. To answer your question, I would class that bloke out of the van. I would class that as banter, locker room talk between a bunch of blokes. Get, out, I'd say, to him, get over it, mate. Get over it. And is that what get you? Yeah, but is that your answer to everything? If if somebody made an allegation of being uh, bullied, you'd say get over it. Adrian, I employ. Uh, you might recall, I employ. I've girls. I've got very pretty girls who do my uh, go out on the road, sell my products on on the road. All right. Now, I specifically pick pretty girls, Adrian. I make no bones about it. I pick pretty, attractive girls with bubbly personalities. So I make no bones about that because they, they sell... Okay, so anyway, better. you think this whole thing about bullying in the workplace is being totally over-exaggerated? Absolutely. 
people are taking things too seriously, Adrian. Uh, I, you know, I think um, I, I see no problem with a bit of a, a few innuendos, few double meanings in, in the office. I don't apply light to all that stuff. It's a bit of banter. Get over it. All right, Steve. Thanks very much indeed for your call, and uh, thank you all of you for your calls. Workplace bullying, like any type of bullying, isn't acceptable. I don't care what anybody says. It is not acceptable to find yourself going into work on a daily basis and hating where you're going because of the way in which you're uh, being picked on. And Steve's whole attitude of, uh, you know, grow up and uh, just take it. It's just a bit of banter is a load of rubbish, to be quite honest with you. Anyway, that's just about it from this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian Kennedy. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify and that way you'll be notified the next time we upload a new podcast and if there's anything that you would like us to debate on Opinions Matter you can send us an email to allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com that's allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com or you can send us a WhatsApp at any time to 085 825 2626 thanks very much indeed for listening we'll catch you on the next one bye bye Thank you.